Hi everyone, I'm Jocelyn and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host meaningful conversations exploring all topics of the human experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hey, business boy, how is your spirit doing in this moment? I'm feeling great. I just came off of vacation for my birthday. I was in Hawaii, um, just out there living life and, you know, taking in all the energy, uh, seeing a lot of water, seeing a lot of mountains. And the whole trip was dope. So I'm feeling good. I'm back in L.A., Mm -hmm. Uh, ready to get back to work yeah yeah I saw that it was recently your birthday happy birthday coming into this newborn year of yours what would you say your intention is um my intention is is to just keep um working on my spirit uh to keep helping people uh I love helping people Uh, that's a passion of mine outside of music I feel like I'm here for a reason. I feel like God put us all here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And one of my callings is to help as many people as possible. And music is just like the forefront, kind of, to mm-hmm. get me in the light. And I know God has used music to, you know, help me build people, people that I don't know, people that I do know. Uh, a lot of people hit me on social media. They tell me that, you know, my music has helped them or the stuff I post help helps them. You know, somebody hit me the other day. They said some advice I gave like three, four years ago, uh, helped them. And now they're like doing the, <laughs> the best they ever been in life. So like just stuff like that. So that's where I'm at with it. It's trying to help. Yeah, that's, you know, that's actually one of, the few reasons that I really wanted to have a conversation with you and bring you onto this podcast is because, you know, from the outside looking in, it seems like you're someone who is really intentional about the things that you do and you're very humble and you genuinely like helping others and sharing your resources. And, you know, every day you put out the tweet that God is great. And every day, at least most days, you're saying that today is going to be a great day. So I wanted to ask you about your faith. And, you know, you seem to be someone who's very affirmational and intentional about your energy. Um, But before we get into that, I'm going to ask you to share what it is that you wrote down for your gratitude. I feel grateful for even being alive. Uh, I feel grateful for being uh, God using me to help. Um, I feel grateful for being in a position I am to inspire others and to motivate people. I'm grateful for being from Milwaukee, a place where a lot of people don't make it and actually making it and inspiring other people. And to know that they can make it instead of like, you know, can I make it? And they people know me personally from my city. So they see me from from the bottom and then like where I am now. So I'm just grateful to, you know, just inspire, period. Like. I just, a lot of people need motivation. A lot of people need inspiration. We've been through a tough year through the pandemic and, and a lot of people just, you know, going through anxiety and, you know, depression. So just being able to help people get through those tough times. Yeah. Uh, Whether it's social media or whether it's personal. Yeah. I'm grateful for, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. You, 
you know, as I mentioned earlier, are someone from the outside looking in who is very affirmational. And I feel like you understand what the power of words are. And every day you're tweeting, you know, that God is great and that today is going to be a great day. Yes. Have you always had that energy within you or that faith? Or is that something that has kind of come as you've continued your journey? Um, probably, um, I think I picked up really heavy on it when I moved to Atlanta back in 2011. That's where I feel like I've always been on a spiritual journey, but that's when I was like kind of alone. You know, I wasn't close to family, my family in Little Rock, Milwaukee. So, you know, I just started reading more. Uh, I got into like the secret and like stuff like that. And like, oh, okay. So like positive affirmations, I can really make this happen. And so it had to have been like around that time. And then I started the whole uh, consistency of God is great. Today will be great. Uh, probably a few years ago. And I always have in my mindset, like, even if, even if it's a bad moment in the day, it's still like a great day. A lot of us, we get caught up in like, oh, like two bad things happen in a day. And it's like, oh, it's a terrible day, but it's really not, you know what I'm saying? Just two things that you can like get past and, you know, you can get your spirit back to where it needs to be. Yeah. So that's why I just, I just try to show, you know, the positive affirmations, in my opinion, have worked well for me. Uh, every day is a great day. I'm always getting great news. I'm always creating. I'm always helping people. People, you know, show love. So, and it's like, it's funny because a lot of people, they do it now. Like, God is great or today will be great in business boy words, stuff like that. So, just trying to change people's mindsets. Like, yo, something, it might be one thing that happened that's bad, but you still can have a great day. You can just like, it might, it might take you a minute to not think about it. Cause sometimes I don't get it, but like, we are like dawn on the negative and yeah. there's like a lot of positive stuff around you, but you are dawn on this one negative thing throughout the whole day. And so even me, I struggle with it sometimes, but I get out of that funk and the rest of the day, it just be like, great. Whether I'm making a beat, whether I'm watching something funny or hanging out with friends, you know? So, yeah, I just want, I just want people to be in that mindset. Like, yo, like I can do whatever I can do. Like whatever I put my mind to, I can do it for sure. Yeah. It might take time. I want people to know that like it might take time because you know, the world moves fast and we social media is always in our face. So we always see other people like getting ahead and you might, a lot of times we see other people getting ahead and we might feel away, but you know, they're on a different journey. Mm -hmm. You're on your own journey. Mm -hmm. You're going to have your own blessing. So you just need to like keep walking in your journey and your, your big blessings will come. You can't really uh, compare other people's lives to yours because we are different. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, as you mentioned, being from Milwaukee, where, you know, the path that you are on and the success that you have had may seem unrealistic or unattainable to people where you're from. Um, what would you say, you know, being from Milwaukee are the characteristics from the upbringing that you had there? Like what helped you being from Milwaukee? Well, being from Milwaukee, I know for sure, uh, since it's a small city, um, like it was, it was tough. Like the statistics was crazy there too. Uh, it was like top five most races. It was, um, what else? Segregation, I think it was top five. Mm -hmm. It was just like the statistics was crazy. So, um, and it was crab in a bucket men mentality. It's not so much like that now. It's a lot of more support. Mm -hmm. So 
uh, I came up in that and I just wanted to be something different. And, you know, uh, I had a different mindset back then too. I was uh, in the streets with my bros and we were just doing whatever and whatever we saw on TV, uh, whatever music we heard, um, we were just inspired by that. So, you know, it was a, it was a little rough growing up. And then as I got older, uh, I just knew I couldn't go down that path if I wanted to be successful. Mm-hmm. So I just started changing my mindset and like, yo, I got to be around the right group of people if I want to elevate. Yeah. Um, you know, I was a product of my environment. It was just doing dumb stuff. And so, as like I said, as I grew, uh, my mind grew. I remember coming back. Uh, I me- so I went to college and it was like a getaway, right, from all the madness. And I remember dropping out because I wanted to do music. But like I, it was like a neighborhood. Uh, it was a neighborhood dude that he always like gave me good energy and like, you know, positive words. So like before I went to college, he was like, yeah, you got to go to college. You got to do this. You got to. And I remember coming back and he was just like, I was back in the streets, right? And I just remember him shaking his head at me, like from like <laughs> across the street. So that was like a key moment in my life. Like, yo, I gotta do better. Like I came, I came back here and I gotta like do better. Um I was raised by my grandparents. Um, they kind of helped me too. You know, they got they got the old soul. So they was all always uh feeding me good energy and positive affirmations. So it was just me having to pick a side, like you know, the fork in the road, I'm going to go down this path or I'm going to go down the, the positive path. So. Yeah. You know, I feel like in those moments where you, where you are in that fork in the road is like, you have to weigh your sacrifices. What would you say in that moment were some of the sacrifices that you had to make? Uh, really just, surrounding myself with um a different group uh, another sacrifice was just getting out the environment you know um i understood at that time like okay the environment is not feeding me good energy right now mm. and my grandma she um I was trying to get a job it was one of them good jobs too it was like $12 an hour at that time it was like a good job but the money the money was going to be good and then my grandma she was like yo uh she knew i wanted to go to atlanta to chase the dream and she was like yo i think you shouldn't do the job i think i'm gonna just i think you should just go to atlanta and like chase your dream i'll give you uh like six seven hundred bucks and i just started the journey so that was a that was a pivotal moment too because it ain't no telling where i'd be if i would have took the job. She knew I was going to be tired 12 hours, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're chasing a dream and you start to like make money, you'll let the money overtake the dream. Mm-hmm. So I probably could have been somewhere different if I would have worked that job. Right. Yeah. So that's when I started the, the real journey. I'm like 2011, just moving down to Atlanta mm-hmm. and, and, down there was rough too. That journey was crazy. Like the start of it, like instantly, it was crazy. How so? Uh, I'm, so I moved in with my big homie. It was like him and his two kids. And the vibes was always good. The vibes wasn't bad. But like, uh, he wasn't like paying rent at that time. So it was like, I was there for like two, three months. And then one day I heard the doorbell the sheriff came and like it was like people behind the sheriff they all came in and like started moving stuff out it wasn't nothing I could do he was at work and I'm like yo it's crazy but I knew people down in Atlanta my bro uh Tiggs he had pulled up like ASAP and he was like I ain't really have a lot of stuff I had like music equipment and some clothes and then he just let me live with him Mm -hmm. and yeah, every like it was a blessing down there. I learned a lot. It was just like a lot of like sleeping on couches and house to house and 
just trying to figure out life while on this journey. Yeah. Um, you know, feeling down sometimes, being broke and seeing people pulling up to the studio, Mercedes, BMWs. I got like 200 to my name, mm-hmm. <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, f- I feel like, you know, when you do decide to really invest in yourself and pursue a path that may look very different compared to where you're from, um, a lot of these obstacles will appear in your path or you will be tested to see, in a sense, how bad you want it. For you, when you, even to this day, when you do have obstacles that appear in your path, like what has been that one thing for you that kept you going, that like Um, gave you the strength to, yeah. It's really, it's really perseverance. And uh, so I seen this like meme back in the day. It's basically like, it's like two people, um, they going through like a mine, right? So the dude at the top, he like relentless, right? And he's like, you can see on his face, he's not stopping until he hit the goal or till he strike, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the ultimate uh, prize. And the dude at the bottom, it was like this close to being at the prize and then he just gave up. So mm-hmm. I always had that in the back of my mind. It was like just being the dude at the top, like no matter what come my way, just keep pushing and I'm a strike goal. And I think a lot of people, you know, they get discouraged. A lot of obstacles get in the way and they want to quit and they want to, you know, probably take like an easier route because sometimes when you're chasing a dream that you really, really want, mm-hmm. it's it's real tough. So only like the strong survive because God is going to throw some obstacles your way. I got thrown plenty. Um, I remember my bro Prep, he, he he wrote on the wall, I think it was like Tyrese, but he put like a quote on the wall, like your, your test will be your testimony. Mm. So I always used to see that on the wall at the, at the crib we used to stay at like okay I don't know what it mean right now but okay and then uh, we all became like homeless it got like rough and we was like sleeping in cars we slept in we were sleeping in the car for like a, a little minute it had to have been like maybe a month or two probably more than that and I was gonna go home for real I was gonna go home uh, that was going to be the easy way out. I was hitting my grandma like, yo, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it no more. <laughs> and uh, party next door and prep. They, uh, they helped me in that time. And prep, prep told party like, yo, uh, you know, biz is, you know, going through some stuff mentally. And me and party was already working. Mm-hmm. We was already working on music. And like, he started setting up meetings for me, like just trying to help me, but nothing really came from those meetings, but it was still like the thought, you know what I'm saying? And then after a while, uh, we started releasing music and party was, I remember the first record we ever uh, dropped. He was like, yeah, I want you to do the artwork, whoever you know, just do it, throw your name on there. It was don't do it for you no more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that dropped and then, that started like getting me like bigger looks. And then we did Cuffed Up with Quavo, another good look, you know what I'm saying? And then P3 came out. I had four on there. I had the third single. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my life changed from there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So just when you were considering like kicking the bucket is mm-hmm. when things started to like pick up for you. Yeah. The, that key decision to stay in LA and not go back was like God's test. Like, how bad did you want, do you want it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want to go back and like <laughs> just start over kind of, or do you want to like, you know, toughen it out? So yeah. I made that decision to stay and like literally it just, everything unfolded and stuff started getting crazy. More blessings started coming in, met my manager. And the rest is history. Yeah. 
coming from, you know, where you're from and, you know, the success that you have attained now, the financial wellness that you have attained now, I feel like is those are blessings that from, you know, the upbringings that we have had are blessings that you have to know how to manage and you have to kind of learn how to, you know, take care of your money and learn how to um, navigate like this new season of success that you're in. What did that look like for you when you started kind of adjusting to this new life? Um, well, going from broke to like, uh, financially stable and like, like real success in my eyes, it was, it'd be crazy sometimes because you always remember in the back of your head where you were. So like being where I am now, like, that's why I'm super grateful. That's why you see me online. Like God is, I know it was God. So I always just thank him. I always try to show gratitude because without without God, I wouldn't be here. So um, the adjustments was just like, okay, well, he, God did it for me. Let me try to, you know, use that energy and like do it for others. And like I said, I based my career off like uh, obviously great music, but also like helping people. Let me collab with this producer from Milwaukee and try to give this producer a chance. You know, I didn't grow up, the generation we grew up in, it wasn't a lot of that, you know, a lot of reaching back. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people, um, you know, super thankful. I done got people records with, you know, big artists and I'm still trying my best to like help people from Milwaukee because, you know, it's not a lot of outlets. So, but the transition um, has been a blessing. Um, most definitely trying to make as many people wealthy as possible, whether it's like mentally, financially. Uh, this year I'm working on, you know, building people and helping them out. Um, so that's where I'm at with it. I just want to see people win. I love to see people happy. Um, I don't have a crab in the barrel mentality, so I know it's enough blessings to go around. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to share blessings with my peoples because we can celebrate together instead of me just celebrating. Like I'd rather celebrate with a team mm-hmm. rather than solo yeah. and everybody watching me win. Yeah, I'd rather just win with my peoples. Um you know, I like to give back. A lot of stuff I do be under the radar. Uh, I don't like to like really post like me giving out money. I just do it behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love like sometimes I just have money in my car or whatever. So if I see somebody in need, uh, I just give them that. I remember when I was in Atlanta. I had I think I gave out like a couple hundred. I just had like a couple hundred in the car and. Anytime I stop at a a stop sign or like a like a light, I just like oh, here you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't I don't really like to boast like that. I just like to do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, just giving away. Uh, if I have like friends or family in need, I just like to help. Like, and I don't want it back. Like, like my they be like, yo, I will pay you back. I'm like, no, I'll just you know, just keep it like. It's more, it's more abundance on the way. I have an abundant mindset. It's not like a poverty mindset where I think if I give something out, I might not get it back one day. It's just like, no, it's enough resources. And I know God is always going to provide. Yeah. So, yeah. How would you say that you adopted that abundance mindset? Because I feel like, I, think from- I feel like, you know, being from somewhere like Milwaukee, Mm-hmm. People do have the scarcity-based mindset, you know? Yeah. I think it was my my grandparents, really. Like, seeing, like growing up with them, it was, like, a super blessing. Because they both was, like, working hard. And my grandma was, like, the person in the family where people, like, you know, talk to their car. Her, 
I need some advice. Uh, she she be lending out money or helping people. She like if you needed her as a co-signer, she'll probably do that. Knowing she shouldn't, but she'll do. You know, she just helpful, like super helpful. So I think a lot of that's from them, just seeing them help people, and I'm like, okay, that's that's the way to be. Like my grandma helped so many people, mm-hmm. whether it was like being on the phone with them for hours, giving them strength, uh, you know, lending money out or just giving money out, and the respect that she has. So I think a lot of that is like developed from them being, mm-hmm. you know, raised by them. Yeah. It seems like you are maintaining the wellness of your abundance and attracting more abundance by being a giver. Yeah, most definitely. Like I love, I love giving. Like I say, I I know I make it back. Uh, and, and another thing about me, I don't give to like, some people give to like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm going to get something back. It's like, no, I just love the energy in it, like mm-hmm. changing someone's day, you know, making it better. Mm-hmm. So I, I love the help. And a lot of t- like a lot of times it's like, yo, just take the help. I don't I don't need nothing back. It's just, you know, what would God do? So mm. and that's just just that's just where I'm at with it. And, you know, and then. Another thing I want to bring up to, uh, you know, when you, when people look at you like as a positive figure, uh, a lot of times people think I'm like perfect. Like if, like if you look on social media and like, if you see like, even the Kurt Franklin thing that just happened, <laughs> like everybody, <laughs> they thought Kurt Franklin was just like the most perfect person. But I know like behind closed doors, like he probably dealing with some stuff. Mm-hmm. And we all deal with that. The the most powerful figures, like, you know, uh, I'm a very positive person, but I'm not always positive sometimes. Sometimes my friends have to bitch, think of it this way and put me back on track. So I think that's a lot of uh uh that I get misconstrued, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I love to put positive energy out, but sometimes I struggle too. It might be a day where a friend have to you know, get me back in line, uh, you know, with the divine order. So, Mm. yeah, that's a lot of, like a lot of positive people go through that. Like I'm not perfect. I never will be perfect. Uh, I'm not a saint. I just love to help people. I love to, you know, breathe positive energy. Mm -hmm. And I want people to know, like people that's out there that's inspired by me, you don't have to be perfect. Like we will never be perfect, but we can like try to always uh, work on being the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What would you say is something that you're currently overcoming? Um, I remember like growing up just like I was raised by my grandparents. So uh, my parents was there, not all the time, but they was there. Like, I, they wasn't perfect. So I, I used to have this, like, energy in me, like, like, growing up angry, like, resentment, like, like stuff like that. So over the past few years, like, I talked to my mom a lot. I talked to my pops a lot. He's, you know, they both working good jobs. They spirits getting better. Mm. And like the relationship has gotten way better with them. Like, you know, we, we help each other. I help them a lot. You know, um, I just give them positive energy, like my mother, my pops, and I'm just glad we in a better space. So that's one thing I'm grateful about and that I overcame and letting that energy go. Like whenever I talk to my moms, it's like good, great energy actually so like that was that's one thing that's that's the most important thing to me which is getting those relationships uh good and not blaming them mm-hmm. you know for you know they was young when they had me so uh 
And they was, they was, like I said, they, I go down there for like a summer and little rock, you know, hang out with my moms and get back to Milwaukee and, you know, probably won't hear from them that much, but they're good people. So we back, we back good. We on the, we've been steady the past uh, year, year yeah. or two. Yeah. How are you currently investing in your wellness? Cause I feel like the music industry, you know, for someone that has like a really good heart or like a really good spirit, sometimes you may con- be confronted with times where you feel like you kind of have to harden your heart in some way. How are you investing in just your wellness? Um, I love meditation. Um, I love just having one-on-one conversations with God to help my spirit, even when I'm down. Really, like the people that's around me, uh, my friends, um, like my team, my manager, like they're all great people. Mm-hmm. And they all have great energy. So, like, even if it's some stuff going on in the industry, I have people I can talk to. Yeah. And we just, like, we have conversations about it. And then we have a different outlook on it. You know, mm-hmm. I used to take things personal. Um, like, it was some stuff that, you know, in the industry, sometimes people won't hit you back. And, like, stuff like that. And then as um, as the years go by, you start not to take it personal. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people will be busy. A lot of people will be dealing with their own mental issues. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody, like, everybody has some type of mental issue. You know For what I'm saying? Sure. So we all are dealing with something. So I can't take anything personal. This person might have lost a family member or they might be, it just, anything, anything could, could have happened. So why be selfish? and feel a way towards someone mm-hmm. when they're going through their own battles too. Yeah. So, you know, and then a couple artists, they, I remember uh, this one artist, he always just be like, yo, like, he hit me back whenever he could, like, for real. Like, it might be like a week or two, but he's like, man, I was just with my daughter where I just, you know, like, unplugging. Because I can only imagine, like, a big artist, like someone hitting their phone up every day, like just plenty of people like, I need this, or can you do me this favor? Or can you come over here? Or can you do this verse? Or, you know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. like, you got to unplug sometimes. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of energy coming at you. Yeah. So. I feel like, you know, your relationship with your manager specifically is a relationship that, is really important for an artist, for a producer, for anyone that's in music. How did you know that the manager that you have now is someone that you want to have that close in your life and your career? Um, I know when I first met James, the energy was just good. Like it was great. I was like, yeah, this is a great person. And we was on tour together. He was doing tour managing. And I just used to see the way he moved. Like he was just always like precise with things. He was making sure everybody was good. He was uh, like real professional. And the way he talked to people was just like good. It was like good energy all the time. And uh, he wanted to get off the road. It was like 2017. He wanted to get off the road. He wanted to get more into like managing. So we made it happen. Like we went on like a little trial run. He was like introducing me to plenty of people. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this this is it right here. Cause I, I have plugs too. So we just combined, like we just combined that energy and we just started going crazy. Started getting more records out. Start we hitting events, we shaking hands, you know, like the power of networking, the you know the good energy. So yeah, I got one of the best managers ever. Yeah. You know, from, from energy standpoint to opportunity standpoint to like the organ, like the organization, like he's always organized. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I literally don't have to worry about anything with my team. Uh, you know, everything is just like, in my eyes, it's like a real super blessing to have the team that I have right now. Yeah. Yeah. From, you know, the people that surround you to your perseverance, to having your abundance mindset, what are some other key characteristics that you feel are essential for your success? Um, you got to be a person that people like and love. Because, you know, this game is all about <laughs> relationships and networking. So if you in studios and people not rocking with you, you doing the most and you saying the most, you being negative, like you're not. People not gonna want to work with you. Mm-hmm. So like like having positive energy, being calm, being professional in these sessions, it's like everything. Uh, you most definitely have to be a person that people like. Um, you got to be straightforward. Um, yeah, those those are the main things to me. You just got to be a person that people like because I'm telling you in this game, they don't like you that. It's a thousand million trillion producers. <laughs> so they can get that sound probably from somebody else that got like way better energy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm grateful too, because a lot of my blessings is like God could have gave this record to anybody in the world. But here I am with the record. The party and Rihanna, party and Rihanna record, believe it. Anybody could have got that record. Yeah, but he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna give that blessing to you." You mm-hmm. know, Rihanna was on a hiatus for like two, three years. Party, you know, he was on a hiatus too, and then he just come back. We just come back like that. Yeah, and it's like it's me that produced it, so it's like all these blessings. It's like, yo, I'm super grateful. That's why yeah. every day you're gonna see me post. God is great because, like I said, anybody can get these blessings, but. You know, it's me that he chooses, like, day in, day out. Yeah. Every every year it get better. Like, yeah. literally every year, it just get better. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you are very mindful and aware when it comes to energy. And I feel like music especially is something that requires a lot of that awareness about energy because you're literally creating frequency sounds, you know? And then when you have other people in the mix and you're collaborating and you're exchanging this energy, it's something that really affects the music that you are creating. How do you navigate times where the energy just might not feel right with whoever you're in the studio with? Um, <laughs> if it don't feel right, sometimes I just call it early. Like, I'm like, yo, we can just come back to it or we can just like, you know, just move apart. But I barely have sessions like that. Like me and James, we, we like, we see people from afar. We, we kind of know like, okay, this person has good energy. So a lot of like, Literally, like a lot of my sessions are just like good energy, good vibes, you know. And I sometimes you got to radiate that too. You got to go in that session and, you know, spark up a conversation and, you know, just try to make everyone comfortable. Mm-hmm. Just so the, you know, a lot of sessions you don't even go in there and start working. You might, you might pull up at one o'clock. You, you might not get to work to like two, two thirty. Yeah. Because sometimes you need to have those conversations to get like comfortable so yeah i just try to be in sessions and just be me i don't try to like be anybody else i don't try to i'm not loud in sessions i'm like calm sometimes i'm too calm but uh i just like to radiate good energy in sessions and make people feel comfortable so we can make the best music possible yeah Yeah. what would you say is a studio session that was really, really special to you and like your spirit? Uh, I know one of them was Jesse Reyes for sure. 
I pulled up at like 7.38. I ain't leave that session till like 10.30 the next morning. Cause she was like, she just got great energy. She was pushing me. Like we did like six records that night. And like, I remember in the middle of the night, uh, I'm always down for a challenge. It was like probably like 4 a.m. And I'm like tired. And she was like, we're going to keep going, biz. And with me, I'm I'm competitive. I'm like, I ain't finna quit. Because you just never know what's on the other side. So if I would have went home, like two or three records wouldn't have got made. So she was just pushing me like, biz, let's, let's keep it going. And her energy is just so pure. Like, So that was one of the best sessions I ever had. Um, party next door we had one of those type of sessions it was like 12 hours he was pushing me bitch you you up you tired what you doing you know what i'm saying like stuff like that uh umi umi has great great energy um alam has great energy my artist symphony soto great energy every time we link yeah a lot of my sessions be dope because like we it's just who we attract to work with and like mm-hmm. what God, you know, sets up for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really do want to touch on um, the various investments that you have going on in your life, because you know, from like the little research that I've done, mm-hmm. um, you are looking into creating the Business Boy Music Group which yeah. I'm curious about. You also got into the trucking business. Yes, the truck actually goes out, I think today or tomorrow. I was in Hawaii. I was talking to my uh, my brother I w- went into business with. And he was telling me the process because I'm like a, an investor. So I bought, you know, I bought the truck. It's uh, so it's like a partnership. It's, it's my homie's like business though. Mm. And he was just telling me like, yo, the, the last part was like the hardest part getting a driver he said he went through like a hundred like people like literally like interviews and and he said like a person everything looked good and like uh it was like a drug test right so the drug test came back uh like they found like drugs in the system and he already paid him and then like he ran off with his money so it was like a crazy thing. And he was telling me all of this. And he was like, Y'all finally found somebody that's like legit, you know. And he said he's gonna hit me today or tomorrow, send me like the video of like the truck leaving with the load, you know, mm-hmm. just to start that journey. Yeah. Uh bought a house. Um and while I was on vacation, like like I think like three days ago got a call like yo the house is uh it's like the equity is going crazy so i i'm almost at like 200 200 000 in equity so i'm thinking about pulling that out and getting another property soon mm-hmm. um uh, into stocks mm-hmm. and the stocks is fun it's just like you can't really look at it every day because I remember after uh, that stuff that was going on, I think like probably like two, three weeks ago where everybody was like buying in the AMC and all of that. Yeah. And they like Robin Hood was pulling the plug, all these different type of people. And I had like two weeks where (laughs) the stocks was looking crazy. Everything was in the red. It was like the money was just like going down. But I never, I ain't take nothing out, dog. Like, yo, this is just part of the game. And like the past week, it's just been green going back up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just want to get into more like just investments. Um, eventually, I want to have like a, a shoe store. Uh, when I be traveling, I be renting cars. So I'll be like, yo, one day, maybe I can get like an auction license. And, get some cars. I can start small, get an LLC and like rent out cars, mm-hmm. start small, use the money that I uh, make from that, put it back into the business, get more cars and just like have a rental car service. So my mind always on business, uh, you know, it's a journey. 
the music was a journey. Now the investments is going to be a journey too. So I'm not like in a rush. Yeah. I'm just going with the flow and, you know, le- learning. I'm learning uh, the trucking. I'm learning uh, real estate. I'm learning what principles is. I'm learning what, like, like equity and how you can take the equity out. You can uh, you can have a liquid or you can have like a, cre- a line of credit. So, and I'll just be, I just get wisdom from other people that's in it mm-hmm. on how they move and the experiences they've been through and, you know, different, what you should think about when you buy homes. I was in Atlanta looking at homes and sometimes they got like flood zones. So like if you buy this house, just know like, if it's raining crazy, it can possibly flood the basement or something. Like just having like different thoughts in your head. Yeah. Um, you know, different areas you buy into. Because a lot of times, you know, people won't buy because of a neighborhood. But like sometimes in a good neighborhood, a lot of crimes happen there too. Break-ins, like people, they target those. So mm-hmm. you can't really like restrict yourself. You have yeah. to like, what kind of crime is it? Is it cr- like, because crime is like everywhere. Is yeah. it like horrible or is it just like the regular crime? So, yeah. you know, you got to you know, pay attention to the signs. And, and I just love learning. That's one thing about me. I love learning. I love getting wisdom from different people. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. I ain't going to lie. Me and my manager, we just, we have talks. And my manager helped me a lot. Like, he just helped me a lot with like the mindset part of it and like biz you should do this or you can get into this or you can do that mm. Mm. and how's the business boy music group going it's good um i'm very very excited for symphony's project um we've been working on it for like a few years i'm excited for her i'm happy for her i know she's excited to start releasing music again we released something last month we're about to release something very very soon and we're gonna start the rollout. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, sign an artist from my hometown, Shiraz Sloans. I'm super excited for that. And I'm I'm very passionate about it because I wanna take this artist and just like, we just go to the top of the world together because they're from the background I'm from. I've mm-hmm. seen him struggle. I've seen, I've seen the grind. I've seen like, I really just love helping people who I'm from. So I'm really passionate about this project that we're working on, Shiraz Sloans. Uh, we're about to start releasing music soon. I just want to see him win. Like, I just want to see him win. You know, a person from Milwaukee. Uh, I want the world to know his name. The world will know his name. Mm-hmm. We will be top tier. We will win Grammys. We will go number one, all of that. So, yeah. 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 And we will put we will put Milwaukee on. Mark my words. I mean, you already are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the last question that I want to ask you is, you know, what season of life do you feel like you're in right now? Uh, the season I'm in right now is uh, being super grateful every day. Um, I'm in a season of helping people. Mm. Uh, I'm in a season of gratitude. I'm in a season of making some of the best music I've ever made right now. Um, me and my bro, Darrell Rideout, we've been making crazy music and like literally everything we've been making, like people just hopping on there, like, like party next door. He, He's sending a couple joints back. Black sending, like, Black, he's working on stuff. And then, like, Aunt Clemens and there's some other people I can't name them right now. But it's going it's going crazy. Like, so I'm in a season of just, like, creating some of the best music. Uh, like, my spirit is good. I just came off a of vacation. Hawaii was, like, one of the best trips ever, seeing all the mountains all the, the waters, the coast, the beaches. I hit the black sand beach. That was crazy. Uh, I was 10,000 feet in the air. 
this place called the summit in uh Maui is mm-hmm. literally like you're like on the you at the top and like the clouds are like below you like when you look like everywhere you look is like I just never seen nothing like that unless you're on a plane but like just just being outside like yo like I'm really like in the clouds right now that was surreal mm-hmm. so I'm just in a, I'm in a great space like mentally spiritually mm-hmm. making great music uh symphony she's about to drop uh Shirai about to drop uh my manager good my team good you know my manager hitting me with opportunities and I'm hitting my bros with opportunities he's hitting uh you know our friends with opportunities seeing them elevate seeing them send packs in and people liking the music so I'm I'm just in a great space uh real grateful like I said um Anybody can get these blessings, but God continues to, here you go. Here you go, another blessing. Here you go, more. Here you go, more. Yeah. Like, it's abundance for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, all of that is deserved, and all of that has been earned by you. And um, I'm grateful for you coming into this space and sharing your abundance mindset and sharing your positivity and your honesty. Um, And I'm excited to continue to see all the success that you have this year and moving forward. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. This was great. No problem. This was great. Thank you. You definitely have like a very, um, centered energy and you know that's that's why I really just wanted to have this conversation with you and I appreciate Mm -hmm. it so thank you for your time yeah no problem thank you